Hello everyone, welcome to the Simply Nikki Show. Today's episode I'll be talking about quarantine 15, coping mechanisms to get by. Now we all have heard of quarantine 15 phrase, and it's been said throughout the pandemic, even within a year in the pandemic. Whether that's binge eating, snacking all the time, whether you're in school, on the computer, sitting down, or watching TV, or doing your job online, or during lunch breaks, or even just going to the kitchen to take a bathroom break. That equates to gaining excessive weight, lack of exercise, excessive drinking, and more. And even people before the pandemic... Like a week before it even started, were sober, went to rehab, was getting doing better with their addictions. And as soon as the pandemic happened, the isolation created more relapse because you don't have anyone to help you keep afloat or keep tasks or your progress or keep you on track. And... A lot of people slipped into their depression. The suicide was on the rise by 200%. And I want to talk about the psychological effects of these coping mechanisms. Now, these coping mechanisms, are they, are they all bad? Is it our fault that we are choosing these bad habits to cope? No. We're dealing with something that has never happened in the last hundred years, since the last pandemic. So, I I see people, even myself, beating myself up about, oh, I've gained this much. How, How can I get back to what I was? And, or even people, not just gaining weight, you lose weight as well. A lot of people lost weight during this time because, The trauma and the PTSD and the the confusion and the what to do next. Staying in a house. The the silenceness of those thoughts that you never even paid attention to and you ignore because in this society, especially in America, is 9 to 5, 9 to 5, side hustle jobs, keep working till you can't breathe no more or till you're gone. And then you can't even enjoy the fruit of your labor. So is it really our fault? Or is it just society's fault? Of these certain... Of not giving us resources and healthy tips on how to deal with your mental health. Even if you are working. Yes, binge eating. Whether you ate healthy or you were eating bad. I know I ate bad. And I'm still trying to manage it. It's not easy, you know. I'm slowly trying to I put healthy foods here and there, you know. I try to balance it. I don't want to go on a strict diet. No, it shouldn't be just this small portion, this amount of calories, all of that just drives me insane. And I know it does others as well. And I just want you to know that I'm here with you. I understand and I understand the pressure. But the sad thing is, a lot of people we've lost due to all of this coping, unhealthy coping mechanisms during the pandemic. A, a lot of us 
either had people that was there with us in the beginning and in the end of that year of 2020, going into this year, a lot of people lost people that were there to help them cope. But when you isolate human interaction and human people from each other, that's that's will drive any person insane. But never pressure yourself because of this phrase, quarantine 15. Quarantine 15 is different from each person, whether it's your social status, social environment, or even class level. So don't compare yourself to uh, Kylie Jenner or Beyonce or anybody else that you look up to that say, oh, yeah, girl, I gained, you know, a certain amount of pounds. But you're in a mansion. You have chefs. You have nannies. You have this and that. Not saying you don't struggle. Not saying it at all. Celebrity struggle, we're all human. No one's perfect. But don't fixate yourself on the image of, of worshiping people that are not in your tax bracket. So don't don't even depress yourself or make yourself down because, oh, so-and-so had a baby during a pandemic and they gained weight, but you see, they lost it. And I had, and, and, and you think you had a baby. So you think that because you're, you still have that weight on you that you're a bad mother or a bad person. No, you're dealing with things that, that is not in your control. And I even have to, advise myself this all the time take the advice you give others (laughs) we all do it we say all type of nice things and then we we're not so nice to ourselves we don't give ourselves the self-care love speak positive to yourself you will work it out whether that's a little walk or just walking to getting off the couch is a milestone because a lot of people, even myself, it's hard to even want to get out the couch when it's so much chaos, so much uncertainty, so much unknown of what the future may hold with everything. Your goals change. Mine's did. Your aspirations change. You want to be creative. Everything you love to do has stopped. Not because you wanted it to, because you just, you can't handle everything at one time. You have to assert yourself in what you know. So when you're faced with the unknown, of course these psychological effects and impacts of these coping mechanisms is a way to get by. Now is it right? Who am I to say if it's right or wrong for you? You know? You may have canceled all your appointments to go see the doctor or go to the dentist or anything like that. Of course, because we're in a pandemic. But when it starts opening back up, now you're afraid, like myself, I was. Because you don't want to step on this scale if you have a scale at home or not. Or if you do have a scale, you just was scared to even get on it for a whole year. 
or you get on and you drive yourself crazy. Because it why it brings sadness, depression. If you constantly keep looking at that number or constantly reading those nutrition facts or constantly counting how many bottles you have drunk on that counter or how many times you obsessively cleaned the house because you were, you were that worried, which is understand, which is very understood and widely so. Like I said, mental health crisis within this pandemic is not the end when this is over. It's so much stuff that we have to do to just get our brains back in, in the right mood again. What is the right mood? Or is this the first time that all of us who had to sit in silence realize all those thoughts that I was trying to hide by obsessively working, obsessively working out, obsessively keeping my head in the book and not coming out, not having fun, not living life. Maybe this time to take control of your mental health and those psychological effects that been that you've been avoiding by either obsessively doing all those things. Acknowledge it. It's gonna be painful. Going over any trauma or anything you, you dealt with that blocks you from reaching your goals or reaching to new heights or opening up in new relationships, whether that's friends, family, etc. Understand that you are not alone. But saying all of that, it doesn't mean anything what I say when you're actually in those walls in your home or not even in a physical home because there's homelessness, there's shelters. Put on being around strangers within a pandemic and you're scared of what may come about because we're facing the unknown. This virus is the unknown, so... I pray that we all take time for ourselves. Set boundaries. No, I cannot. I need an extra hour that you will say to your kids or anyone. I need time to myself. I need this space. I need to go listen to great music. A tempo music. Dance. I don't care if you can't dance. Just try to dance. Move around. Because the more you move around and feed your mind with positivity, the longer you live. But not longer you live in age, longer you live in your heart, in your mind, in spirit. Your spirit and your soul will open up to new things and not feel closed off. I know it's easier said than done, but I'm praying we all can get through it. So don't be ashamed. Keep your head up. Use any resource you have to help yourself feel connected during these times.
Don't let the psychological impacts of these coping mechanisms to get by affect you long term. And even me saying that I know this mental health crisis within this pandemic, the mental health that been ignored for centuries and years, I know that it will have long-term effects. Even on babies. And up. And it's sad. It's not just the unknown that we can't see in the pandemic and the virus that is killing us. You can kill yourself by holding in hurt, pain. Holding in anger. Let that out. If you don't have a counselor, if you don't have someone to talk to to get through why why you're eating so much, why you're excessively doing cleaning or excessively, excessively doing certain things, if you have a phone or if you don't have a phone, just say it out loud. I don't like when people say, oh, you talking out loud is meaning you're crazy. No, it's not. Not to me. I I see that that scenario has a whole different meaning now that we're in a pandemic, huh? We're isolated. A lot of people don't have people with them. And if you do have people with you, love on them. Take time for yourself, but love on them. Because one thing you cannot take back from this quarantine and this pandemic is time. Enjoy it. Take time for yourself. Be in the moment. Write things down. Create. Explore your opportunities as you were when you were a little child. When you was at that precious moment. Bring that precious moments back. Open that mind. Don't be closed off. Because as we get older, that's when we learn experiences that make us close off. We have negative experience with things and we want to close things off. Don't do that. Allow yourself to feel as... as as much as that may be painful, or sometimes it's not always painful, they can be good. Think about good things. Explore, adventure, read, and laugh and enjoy moments and praise at the end of the day that you're still breathing. So. On this episode, I'm glad you guys were here to listen to me and stay tuned next time for the Simply Nikki Show. Thanks.